You're listening to Sports Day. Yeah, and I love this time of year because you take yourself back as when you were a potential draftee and the excitement that it involves and just some of the raw talent that is going to be on display and that enthusiasm and I guess the innocence of not being on an AFL list and having won or lost a game. One of the real potential guns in this year's draft is the son of a gun, Jordan Croft, and his father, Matthew, of course, is well known to a lot of us, joins us on the line to tell us about him. Uh, Matty, thanks so much for your time. Thanks, Kate. Yeah, no problems. I've uh, spent a bit of time just watching your boys' highlights. Gee whiz, has this guy got some tricks? Yeah, yeah, he's um, he's really sort of come into his own, I think, in the last probably 12 months. But uh, like some of the other kids with COVID and things like that from the years before, it's uh, um, it's been a little bit challenging, I guess. But, um, yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm trying to come up with a comparison. It's not fair to do that, but it gives our audience a visual as to what sort of player he might be. I'm thinking a, a mix between Nick Blakey of the Swans and an Eric Hipwood type at Brisbane. I mean, is that is that accurate? He's got raw speed. He's 200 centimetres. He's not afraid to take the game on. Yep, physically, he probably needs to develop a little bit, which is understandable. But, I mean, he's a pretty unique type of player. Can you describe him for us? Yeah, I think that's they're probably not bad. Yeah, he's, he is quite lean still at the moment. Um, he's probably about 82, 82 kilos, but um, yeah, quite athletic, quite, quite rangy, um, able to sort of take a mark at almost the highest point, which is pretty difficult for defenders to defend against. And um, mm. whilst being pretty good in the air, can also get up the ground and move around and work his defender over. So, um, yeah, that's... Um, a fair bit of promise, I suppose, from that perspective. Yeah, and I guess he took a little bit of time to, to weigh up the Western Bulldogs. Now, the Dogs fans are excited because he's joining them as a father-son and, and the Western Bulldogs went about acquiring enough points to match a bid whenever that comes on draft night. Was it an easy choice for you? Look, I think in uh, in hindsight, yeah, I think it was. I think the only, only really thing was that yeah, there's a lot of tall timber there at the yeah. Dogs, but he's, he's always barrack for them and to... Um, and, and he, uh, he's always wanted to sort of go there. So in the finish, it was a pretty easy decision, really. So tell me a little bit about that, because there's a lot of young players that are impatient. Uh, probably when you and I first started, wasn't uncommon to play a large portion of the first two, three, sometimes four years of your career in and out of the senior side, and you go back and you work on your game and then you come back in. But there seems to be a level of impatience now from the young players, which I kind of like as well. They want to come in and play straight away. And for, for Jordan, that may not be the case with Hugo Hagen and Darcy and Norton and English and Lobb and these types of players. So just take us through a little bit more detail of how you assess that. Yeah, well, I guess when we were drafted, you know, and probably a bit old than you came, but uh, I think that we were probably drafted a lot younger um, and, and joined clubs a little bit earlier as well, whereas that, that draft age is a bit older now. So you can kind of understand some of the um, some of the guys really wanted to to get in there and straight away. For George, it's really just been probably the last 12 months that he's really developed into his body and his footy's been pretty pretty consistent at a high level. Um, but, yeah, I think it's more about George's uh, potential and, yeah, probably he will have to do his time in the in the VFL and those lower levels of footy. And I, I think he's, he's understanding of that. I certainly am. The family is and probably the dogs as well. So... Um, uh, that, that's, I think that's fine, and I think that can sometimes 
uh, help a player, you know, for their longevity and that as mm. well, you know, to, to really um, earn your stripes, so to speak. Matthew Croft is the father of dogs, father-son Jordan Croft, who will be joining the dogs on draft night. That's November the 21st, so coming up uh, very shortly. Played 186 games for the dogs between 91 and 2004, and he's with us to tell us a little bit about Jordan. Now, he's a forward, but I think the other thing that may be in his favour is that he'll be able to play multiple positions. So I'm looking at what he's got and thinking, well, the, the wing would be fine. Half-back, everyone's looking for an intercepting half-back who's got speed and can take the game on. Is he open to that? Yeah, he is, and he's played different roles um, coming through his junior footy as well. So um, he, he usually sort of played a little bit down back, uh, full back, centre half back, um, to do jobs at different times, and um, has also had a go at sort of um, you know, ruck rover or, or uh, definitely ruck, but sometimes ruck rover as well in junior footy. So um, uh, he, he'll be able to, I think, yeah, handle. Uh, different positions at that higher level or that, that we sort of have to wait and see but he's certainly um, been able to be versatile in his uh, in his junior footy. Do you think he stopped growing? Uh, yeah, we think so, yeah. He might might have just a little bit left in him. He's just, just a bit over 200 now but it seems to have slowed in the last sort of 12 to 9 months. Um, mm. So, yeah. Do you have an indication of sort of where he was positioned um, in the pool? Was it was it a first-round pick? Was it top 10? Was it top 20? Was it top 50? Did, you have any, did anyone sort of give you an indication of where he sits amongst the, the, the other best young players that are going to be picked up? Yeah, not, not really. I think there's a couple of factors there that make that sort of difficult. One, Jordan probably really only come onto the radar a little bit this year. Um, and two, being a father-son, <laughs> it's always a bit awkward, I think, um, you know, everyone sort of plays their cards a bit close to the chest, but by you know some of the media reports and that are sort of saying probably late late round one, early round two type thing. Mm. What sort of watcher are you? Are you a nervous watcher? I love Peter Dacos and him watching his sons. We've got a sort of armchair rider to his emotions. Are you as animated as that, or are you more? You seem to be a bit more cool, calm, and collected. Oh, yeah, somewhere in the middle. I, I might be a bit more cool, calm and collected, but it is, it is very uh, very difficult watching your, your children and your yeah. kids uh, play. And I think, um, I think my wife, Elise, uh, is of the same thing. I don't think she used to worry about me playing uh, as a partner. Was uh, mm. quite confident, but a bit different watching your, watching your kids go out of the ground. Oh, she's going to get the full experience. Oh, her nerves will be will be hard be hard work as well after having watching you do it for for so many years. Um, what about the the father son program at the Western Bulldogs? I mean, have they touched base with him since he's been a young player, or as you've described, he saw seems to have come along pretty late and developed late? But what's that academy been like, so to speak? No, it's been a really good program, um, and so Jordan's got a twin brother, Mitchell, so they were able to sort of attend that uh, together. I think it probably started around maybe year seven uh, when they were 12 or 13. And um, unfortunately, I missed the first one because I wasn't uh, fully aware of what they did, but they mm. they got the jumper presented to them in front of all the um, the AFL senior players at that time. So I got some photos, but yeah, no, they really do look after them and um, provide opportunities for sort of rehab and things like that as well. So, um and, you know, even before, so all the father-sons, and, uh, and I see just recently that um, sort of father-daughters uh, is starting up with the Bulldogs as well, which is uh, which is a fantastic initiative. Has he got an eye on what he might want to buy with his first paycheck? Um, well, 
probably needs a car and, and probably needs to pay me back for one, I think. So <laughs> we've got a sort of a bit of a family tradition that um, that, the, that, that mum and dad put in half for the for the car and then yeah. The other, but yeah, we've got half at the moment with Year Twelve and all the footy he's been doing. So um, I think that'll be I'll be dictating where that first one goes. And what about uh, his twin brother Mitchell? I wasn't aware of that. Has has it been hard for him? Is he in the mix? Is he interested in footy? Does he play? Like, can you explain that dynamic for us? Yeah. So uh, Mitchell's actually he's probably a little bit taller than Jordan. Um, so he's about two oh five, and he's wow. uh, spent the last two years. Up at the AIS, um, he's um, he's pursuing volleyball at the moment. So wow. uh, he actually gets on a plane Saturday to go to uh, Thailand to represent Australia in the uh, under 21s um, beach volleyball. So um, as, the, as the second team. So um, yeah, so he's he grew up playing footy as well, but um, made that decision a couple of years ago to pursue uh, volleyball. I've spoken to some talented families lately. The Dersmers have got four, or potentially four, three sons and one daughter that's going to be playing the AFL. You've got a son playing AFL and a, an elite volleyballer. So uh, I don't know what you've fed them, Matty, or you've got some good genetics, but uh, good luck with it all, mate. It's going to be a fascinating ride. There'll be ups and downs. There's no doubt about that. But your son is blessed with some extreme talent, and he's going to excite a lot of Bulldogs fans for a long time. Appreciate your time this evening. Thanks, Kane. I think that's the one thing, yeah, is the ups and downs and just try to prepare them for that because you and I know there's uh, yeah. plenty of them. But, uh, no doubt about time. it. No, good on you, mate. Matthew Croft there telling us about his uh, son and the Bulldogs blessed with the amount of, well, I guess, the access to the academy player and Jamar Eagle Hagen, who was the best player in the draft. Sam Darcy was whew, nearly the best and what he is going to be is something frightening. Uh, now Jordan Croft as well. So just have a look at his highlights. I reckon a bit of a Nick Blakey, Eric Hipwood mix. I understand they both play at different ends of the ground, but I think we might see a little bit of that from Jordan as well. Matthew Croft, the father of Dog's father-son, Jordan, telling us about him on Sports Day. Hey, stick around, because coming up next, it's been a big week in the world of sport and also media, and a man who assesses it better than most is going to stop by the studio live next. That is Ash Brown. He'll join us on the other side of this.